Welcome to another episode of the Conversations Brewing Podcast with your hosts, Divya and Ravisha, two coffee-loving best friends who dive into weekly conversations on wellness, culture, and growing into your authentic self. As two healthcare professionals, children of immigrants, and humans always striving to learn more, they bring their unique complexities of their wellness journeys into this podcast space by sharing their stories and featuring other like-minded experts in the field. Always with a cup of coffee in hand, humor, and never-ending authenticity, dive in with the two of them as they brew the kind of conversations that we don't have enough of, but that matter the most. Should I be mad at that person for like, I don't know, making a joke out of my name or like, like, should I let it go? Or like, should I actually like feel anger? Like it was very much that kind of situation. I'm trying to like early meditation practice, but yeah, I actually totally forgot about that. Yeah. Well, today we are here for another episode on a topic that me and Ravisha are really passionate about talking about with one another, but we've never talked about it with anyone but each other. So this is kind of a vulnerable space to bring this topic up to so many people, but I think that it's really important to do. Yeah, I think it's um, just with the situation that happened like not too long ago, Mm -hmm. I felt like it was important to maybe talk about it and maybe other people have had same things happen to them or like could resonate. And so yeah we thought why can't why don't we make it a podcast episode yeah and it can change anyone's perspective whether you've been someone who's been affected by this issue or you're someone who might have been continuing this 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 um this issue unintentionally you might be i don't want to fully give away the topic but you might be someone who has engaged in this act and you might not realize the long lasting effects that it could have on somebody. Yeah. So it could go both ways that either it could give you some insight on what it's like to be on the receiving end of the situation. Or if you have been on the receiving end of the situation, then you can feel a little less alone and maybe validated in some of the experiences. So I know that we've made this sound, I guess, kind of mysterious for the last two minutes, what our topic is. So Rebecca, why don't you just tell us actually about this situation that happened to you about two weekends ago, right? Or yeah. last weekend? Two weekends ago um, that has inspired us to finally kind of break out and talk about this topic. Yeah. So recently my sister and I and our friend went to a restaurant and as usual, like had to put our name down to wait for our table. And immediately what happened to my sister was that the hostess made fun of my sister's name. Mm-hmm. And it happened once as soon as she put her name down. And then it happened again when we were heading to our table and the hostess made another remark about my sister's name and was like openly laughing at my sister about her name. Mm. And when this happened, my sister and I and our friend, we were like kind of in shock that this was actually happening. And it really felt like uncomfortable. And honestly, we didn't know how to respond. And then a couple days later, we're telling like our friends about it and like my sister and my other sister and honestly like all this anger started building up in all of us because we're like that was so wrong that an establishment may was openly making fun of someone's name Mm -hmm. and it's it's really 
honestly baffling to me that this kind of stuff still happens but like I'm sure this has happened to someone at some point or another like if you have like a different name you know sometimes people question your name or like make fun of it and it makes you feel so uncomfortable because like your name is part of your identity yeah and you know my sister at the time she was like I just feel really hurt like that was like very uncalled for I don't know where that came from mm-hmm. and then they it's not like the hostess apologized for making fun yeah. of my sister's name. Like, you know, they continued on with the rest of their day. Like, yeah. When you don't realize what a lasting impact that can have on someone. Yeah. And it just makes you feel like, why do we feel so much shame if we have like a different name or like an ethnic background kind of name? Like, why is there like shame associated with it? Yeah. yeah. And I think it's so important to talk about this topic because people like Ravish and I, we've gone through our whole lives feeling, well, not the last few years for me, at least, but feeling shame around your name that, oh, I wish I had this kind of name. The amount of times that I would be like to my parents growing up, I wish my name was different. I wish I had a, an American name, like, you know, uh, and I, and now I have appreciation for my name because it has so much culture and history behind it. But I, I, I guess with the kind of situation you bring up, I, I like your perspective that you say of, um, how you kind of were sitting there at first and didn't realize how you felt about it. And then after mm-hmm. felt anger, cause that's something I've experienced a lot too. Yeah. Because it puts you in, um, this reminds me a lot of my, in grad school. So anyone who is in, I don't, you, I don't know if you've heard of Dr. Daryl Wing Sue. He's kind of a big deal. He was in my, he was one of my professors and everyone wanted to take Dr. Sue's class. Cause he's really yeah. big and like, um, racial psychology and um he wrote a book on microaggressions he's like very big into research on microaggressions but he so yeah first of all getting into his class was like the hunger games and i unintentionally was in his class my first semester of grad school and everyone would be like oh i'm so jealous you're in dr sue's class he's so smart so once i was in the class i was like wow i understand but it was kind of funny because i just accidentally got placed in this class with this guy but love that anyway so Why I'm saying that is because it really resonated with me, one of the terms that he was talking about, which is a catch-22 with responding to microaggressions, because it's a catch-22 that one, you're just like, oh, should I just continue with my day? But then also I'm really angry. And then it's a thing of, oh, maybe they didn't mean it on one side, but then it's also like, yeah, but you should be able to say my name on the other side. Like it puts us in this kind of situation where there's, it's like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yeah. So it made me think about that because I experienced that too. And it sounds like you guys did in the moment you were like, oh, this kind of sucks, but I don't know, whatever, move on to dinner. But after when you reflected, you guys were really upset, rightfully so. Yeah, you're so right. Cause it's like, should I be mad at that person for like, I don't know, making a joke out of my name or like, like, should I let it go? Or like, should I actually like feel anger? Like it was very much that kind of situation because at one point it's, you know, sometimes it's like people like, oh, like you shouldn't take like everything to heart or like, you know, Mm -hmm. don't take it personally type of thing. Like sometimes it feels identity. Yeah. But then like, yeah, when you look back at it, it's like, no, that's actually like not cool. And like, think about how many times this happens to people and they're just like, oh, it's, you know, it's fine. Like no big deal. And then, but then what happens is like you carry that pattern forward for future situations. And then like there, nothing is ever done about it. And so that's why even we're talking about it today on the podcast, because, you know, we want everyone to like be able to like stand up for themselves and their name and like I there have been so many times in the past where I haven't done that Mm -hmm. especially in school or like you know in different situations and so 
I want it to be like a very positive thing. Like you should be proud of your name. And like only, I feel like only in my like recent adult years, I'm like way more comfortable of introducing myself and like saying my name proudly for a long time. Like I did not because I was like, oh, like my name is not that common. And you know, they're gonna, people are going to struggle to pronounce it. And I don't want to have a conversation about my name, but you know, it's 2023. Like who cares? Like, if your name is different, like stand proud, you should stand proud behind your name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that even when you're, we're all different and we're all supposed to be different. It's a good thing. But I think that what, when you said that, that in the recent years, you haven't been as much like that. I haven't been as much like that in the recent years. And I was thinking why maybe I was had so much more shame around my name growing up. Obviously some of it was with my own emotional and cultural maturity and such when I was younger but I think another one that maybe is I just think so many times when I was in school kids making fun of my name or teachers mispronouncing my name Mm -hmm. now in a in more work settings it's just not it's just not appropriate to make fun of people's names you like we're talking about at a restaurant which still horrible should not have happened but it's not this uh like controlled environment that's work setting and so I almost feel like we're kind of one there's privileges in the type of work settings that we're in that there are Mm -hmm. these kind of controlled environments that people can't do this kind of shit yeah but I wonder if we were still in kind of environments like we were that were a little more uncontrolled like these kind of school environments with kids who are just saying whatever the heck's in their mind maybe their parents aren't educating them versus where we're at now I wonder if some of those settings also along with us being more self-aware because you think about it kids were really mean and some teachers didn't really stand up for our names like they would be like oh how do you say this name and I'm like it's not that hard and that just made it worse for us I know you're right like the setting really does make a difference like how many times like in school especially like elementary school middle school even high school like it's the first day and they're doing roll call right so they're going down the list oh I dreaded those oh my gosh and you know like obviously it's like last name alphabetically so you know you're like feeling that anticipation of your name being called and I remember my heart used to like start beating a little faster as like I would like know that my name is coming and I and every time without fail the teacher would stop and take the long pause and you know the long pause yeah and be like whatever say your name and then be like did I say that right am I is that is that how you say it and then you know, as a kid, it felt uncomfortable. And you'd be like, oh, no, it's said like this or like, you know, whatever, if you did have to correct them or not. And it, I think like as when it was happy, happening so repeatedly, it made you just feel like insecure. Yeah, like something's wrong with you because if why would someone keep asking you what your name is unless you had some obnoxiously difficult name to say? Yeah. And even if you do have a difficult name, let's say someone's name has 85 syllables, you should still try to learn how to say it because that is their identity and, and that's what respect is. Correct. And even now, so like I sometimes have to make phone calls to patients and like, you know, again, like you have to say their name. I will I will do my best attempt to say their name how like however it is spelled and I will say confidently and I'll be like I apologize I apologize if I've mispronounced your name like is that how you say it like I always say that now because I don't want the other person on the receiving end to feel like one I'm not trying to say their name correctly and two like I'm making them uncomfortable by saying it incorrectly yeah. because but you like, took ownership of that versus when I think when you're like 
um, this is a hard name to say, or, oh, I don't know how to say, like, what's your name? That gives more of, it's your fault. You should have an easier name. And that's why I can't say it, right? Exactly. Versus when you say it the way you did, you're like, this is fully on me. I'm 100% making an effort. But did I say this correctly? It takes the blame or the shame. Well, obviously, you can't control someone's shame, but it takes the blame off the other person. Yeah. And because you want someone to feel comfortable if you're about to converse with them mm-hmm. or like in any type of way, like imagine how uncomfortable that feeling is when someone already like is struggling to pronounce your name and then like yeah. what now you have to just be okay with that. Like that's not right. And how many times did you have to change your name or yeah, change your name, even the like kind of like the accent of it because you wanted people to say it right. So it's like not even really the way that let's say culturally it quote unquote should be pronounced, but you're pronouncing it a different way so that yeah. other people can understand it better. Yeah. Cur- I mean, uh, fortunately, like with my name, it's kind of like how, how it's spelled is how you say it. So like, um, it's not changed, but I know there's a lot of like South Asian names, for example, mm-hmm. where like we Americanize it and I'm yeah. so guilty of also I, like Amer- so Americanizing a name. And it sucks. Like there's like certain names as South Asians where like people like say it differently so that the other person will be able to say it better. But it's like, that's also so disheartening because that's not how your name should actually sound. Yeah. And it's so different when it's other people putting that name on to you. I think so much of it is in the, the, like who whose choice it is it is it my choice and I want my name to be pronounced this way or is it your choice because you can't say it correctly and yeah there are so many people that when we were younger in middle school I, we're both probably thinking of the same person but for this person's privacy I'm <laughs> their name but I know we're thinking about the same person that we would say this person's name a certain way and I remember Ravisha's mom and my mom were both like why are you saying his name like that? That's yeah. not how you say it. We're like, that's how people at school say it. And then they pronounced it the way you, with the actual Indian dialect it mm-hmm. says. And we were both like, what? And there are many instances where people are saying their name totally differently. Or they even change their name because they think that, oh, other people can't say it. Yeah. Um. I just remembered, like, there was, like, a TikTok or a reel going around when one of the cast members of Never Have I Ever introduced themselves in some kind of video um, saying their name in the American way. And mm. then that cast mate had gotten a lot of backlash with um, saying their name the American way, yeah. not the Indian way. And I was like, I mean, but then I also felt for that person because I was like, I mean, what are they supposed to do? Like, it's so tough, right? Like, how... Mm do you say your name the American way so people can pronounce it? Or do you say your name the Indian way? So then like, I don't know, people have more of a difficulty. It's so hard. Even like Hassan Minaj went on the Ellen DeGeneres show and was like, I think, I believe it was the Ellen show, but he went on and he was like, Oh, by the way, like my name was pronounced like this. Cause like she had said it in the American way and like kudos to him. He was like, Oh, this is actually how you say it. Like, but the, in um south asian dialect Mm -hmm. and so like in that case too like that was great that he like corrected ellen and it was like yeah this is how you say it so like there's like so many situations like that too where like Mm -hmm. you you either you kind of start and be like this is the correct way and like you kind of like make that known or (laughs) you say it the american way and then wait for the 
yeah. backlash, I guess, from like the other people from it. But also the thing is when we don't we we don't correct the other person or we because we're trying to for that their comfort. I really um I I really applaud him for doing that because that must have like it for at least for me when I'm when I have the thought to correct someone on how they're saying my name, my immediate thought is always, oh, I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable or feel bad. They said my name wrong. When also I can't control their feelings. All I can do is actually educate them. Right. But I think of, oh, I don't want them to feel bad. But at the same time, that that shouldn't, we also want to educate people and let them know because we deserve to say, have our name said with respect. That's our whole identity is wrapped in our name. But there's so many times that we maybe Americanize it too for the comfort of other people. Yeah, you're right. Like, for ex- this is an example that happened to me in, like, seventh grade. Um, so one of my teachers spent majority of the school year um, mispronouncing my name. Like, instead of Ravisha, they mm. um, had said Ravisha. And I think I had corrected that teacher, like, on the first day, but then it didn't, like, stick with them, which I was like, oh, whatever, it's fine. And then, like, I let the teacher um, – for most of the school year, call me Ravisha. And uh, and it was because of what you're saying, it was because I didn't want to make the teacher uncomfortable and be like, yeah. oh no, this is how you say my name. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, I remember this so vividly, like one of the students had corrected the teacher one day and it was like, her name's Ravisha and not oh. Ravisha. And the teacher was super like, uncomfortable but also apologetic but then also like didn't know what to say and I was like oh it's it's fine like it's not a big deal I also was like when you're in seventh grade you're like 12 13 years old and so I was yeah. like I mean it's it's you're my teacher right like, like power what, dynamic too yeah and so like I like had to remember from that onward I was like I should just like make sure like or at least like correct people you know when they're saying my name wrong like I like it's my name you know and like the teacher felt bad and like they're like you should have said something but I was like I mean I did the first day and then Mm -hmm. like it didn't stick so then what am I supposed to do yeah again it's like all about the choice because if you say for something you're like oh I want to be called something else and you pronounce your name differently then fine you can do that but when you are the one who's saying what you want to be called then it's totally different because you're doing it then for you and not for the comfort of another person yeah exactly and like how proud of that person who stood up in seventh grade love that yeah I know that's just so crazy that like that happened and then like even so this past week as Divya knows I had to do like this like training thing all week at work and so it was so with for the her base- new job she, she had a new job everyone please give her congratulations <laughs> and applaud <laughs> that's why she had to do an orientation training right yeah and so it was a big group of people <laughs> and everyone had to like write their name it was like kind of like a name tag situation and um the facilitator on the first day was like like just calling on random people and um said my name like Ravisha and then as soon as they said, they're like, oh, am I saying your name correctly? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, that's exactly how you say it. Like, no problem. And then a couple of days later, um, the facilitator had called on me again and said my name. And they were like, again, like they made sure another time, like, is that that's correct? Right. And I was like, yeah, that's correct. And like, 
I didn't realize how much I had appreciated that. Also, with just what had happened recently to my sister and all that. And I was like, you know, I, it made me more confident to like introduce myself to other people and be like, oh yeah, like I'm like, hey, I'm Ravisha, blah, blah, blah. Because like the facilitator had made me feel comfortable in that setting about my name. It and, wasn't like, if they pronounced it wrong. It wasn't on you. It was on them. Yeah. And like, you know, they checked in multiple times to make sure. And that's like me just giving credit to like the progress that has been made with that. But like also how yeah. like there's just like it's okay if you don't know how to pronounce someone's name as long as like you check in with them right away to make sure you're pronouncing it right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you can't, of course, know every single person's name. You're not going to know everyone's dialect, but also just the the blatant what you guys had experienced at this restaurant is just laughing at, oh, I mean, we shouldn't say that whole part of the thing that stood the most to me was the part where the table was ready. Do you feel comfortable sharing that? Obviously, you don't have to say like, you don't have to share your sister's name, but you know, I'm talking about what part because that stood out to me the most about the story. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if I said that or not. So it's like the first part. No, the part. Yeah. When, when you, you guys thought your table was done okay. earlier and it wasn't. Yeah. So I guess to rewind, um, I guess this does make a difference. So we had put our name down, um, and then we were waiting. And then like five minutes later, my sister's name got called and we're like, Oh, already like our table's ready. So we would go up to the hostess stand and the hostess was like, Oh no, your table's actually not ready. I just wanted to say your name out loud. Um, because their colleague was now like standing next to him. And then they were like, just laughing yeah. like openly and like literally I like that's the part that I just I cannot get over yeah it was very very like appalling like it was like wait are you serious so you called out her name right now only to laugh about it like yeah. that is oh, so I just wanted wrong. to say it out loud say it in your head you don't have to say it out loud and laugh at someone in their face yeah and like Luke, they were literally just openly laughing like they had no explanation yeah. like the only thing they said was like oh we just wanted to say your name and it was like that is those so moments rude. stick with you yeah they stick and i don't think people realize how deeply those moments stick with people i know and like i like genuinely felt bad for my sister because i was like first of all like that is like you know that's her name like yeah. why are you making her feel so uncomfortable but then you also made us feel so uncomfortable because it's like so you just called out her name for no reason, mm-hmm. like yeah, just to say it. That's in a, that's very it. inappropriate for like exactly. a, a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to make it, and that that's gonna have someone feel crappy. And, and it's one thing to be say it. Oh, did I say this correctly? But to just laugh is just unnecessary. And but it sucks because it's so common for us. And that's the thing that also makes this whole situation even worse. Is that why can't we feel or now we do say our names more proudly but why why had there to be so many decades where we felt uncomfortable to say our names and we felt sad and we felt embarrassed like all of that is we're all so proud of people are proud of their backgrounds you never have to have another person you know with let's say more like it's gonna say like a more standard jane i don't know anyone named jane there we go all the like more standard american slash western names are people that i know so like i don't want anyone to think i'm talking about them but okay let's go jane um no one has ever oh how do i say that am i saying that incorrect or 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 laughing about it or you know so we need to just treat that the same way um 
I have you ever seen this meme? It was this meme about um, pronouncing people's names, and it was I think it was like on a South Asian account, maybe. But it was like if you can say the word kombucha, you can say my name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and it, like especially like when you go to a coffee shop or something like Starbucks, and they're like, "Oh, like what's your name?" Like. I'm like proud to say I've never once used a fake name because I, I, I did this in college. I trained myself, which is weird, but I was like, okay, I'm not going to use a fake name for their convenience. I'm going to say my name, but then I'm going to spell it out for them right away. And so like, that's like my thing now. I'll be like, uh, they'll be like, oh, what's the name for the order? I'll be like, Ravisha and then spell it out. And then that way they like know how it's pronounced, but then they know how it's spelled. And like, I'm like, that's at least what I can do. Like, totally. I don't need to put in a, like an American quote, American name to make their lives easier. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah. Did I ever tell you this story when I was in Starbucks <laughs> in India? Oh, no. Tell me. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. So I do the same thing as Ravisha that I'm just used to. What's your name? Divya, D-I-V-Y-A. Before, I used it, they'd always spell Divya because I understand V can sound like B. Yeah, the V thing is weird. Yeah. So the amount of times that my Starbucks says Divya, but I'm like, whatever. That So now I go Divya, D-I-V-Y-A. <laughs> no joke. That's how I say it. So um we're in india and they do the same the same measures of asking your name and so we're in the starbucks and i go divya d-i-v-y-a and i look up and (laughs) right she's like (laughs) i can wrap up with my tata and i'm like tata i i I, they probably think i'm so weird but i usually the u.s have to spell my name out like that and i always have to make my v very prominent yeah this woman was probably like, yo, every other person here is named Divya. Why are you spelling that out? <laughs> and I made it with my D-I-V-Y. That's too good. <laughs> so it really was a breath of fresh air. Because after that, when I would go to Starbucks, I would just say Divya. And it would be spelled correctly. And it was great. But yeah, that was that was <laughs> pretty funny. That's so funny. Yeah, if you were just like so used to doing that. Yeah, it's like automatic. Like, yeah, you like didn't even think twice. You're like, oh yeah, I'm in India. It should be no problem. It's like just I need my iced latte. <laughs> Spell my name, kind of thing. But yeah, and like it's like little things like that though too. It's like how much we've like trained ourselves to like make sure we say our name and like how to like enunciate it so like people can yeah. understand it and things like that. Um, and our name is like the entryway to our history and our heritage or at least externally right when people are like oh your name is how many times have people been like oh what where are you from what ethnicity is that name they're learning about our backgrounds by our name so you know we should be proud of it yeah um it's i kind of wrote this on our scripts i'll read it but like um even though like you know we say that we're Americans, um, we should still be proud of like our backgrounds and like what our heritage means to us because like history is precious and it doesn't survive unless you choose to embrace it, you know, mm-hmm. like moving forward, like in the, like in the future, like I do hope future generations are like f- proud of like their backgrounds and p- proud of like where they're coming from. Like, you know, I know our names mean something in like our culture. And mm-hmm. so I do want to carry that forward and, not change the way like names should be because it's easier for other people exactly yeah it's not about the comfort of other people and that we don't need to i mean of course you want to make people comfortable we don't want to make be, be an a-hole but Never, yeah the, the the 
solution isn't to assimilate and just throw away our history, but we want to be able to feel more proud and take a stand. And of course, there are going to be settings where people are going to be uh, like they're going to either you know, have they're gonna like regress against her name or they're going to say things or they're going to laugh and be insensitive. And it's unfortunate we can't control that, but we can be mindful that not letting those situations determine how much of ourselves we share. Maybe we just don't then we think, okay, I'm not gonna go to this place anymore or I'm not gonna interact with these kind of people anymore if they if they they make us feel unsafe, but it doesn't mean that we should then change parts of ourselves. It means that we should change how we interact with those people or those places. Mm -hmm. I think like what it really like what it really means like my name and what it really means to me actually matters and like I think growing up like I really struggled with that and I'm sure like other people have like the same similar stories and like how like you know stuff with their name got like so butchered and stuff growing up and like it does impact you in a way I don't think we realize until like it's happened multiple times and you're like I'm just I'm just like kind of tired of it you know and like I I don't want to have to keep defending my name but I also want to be proud of my name yeah it seriously breaks you down it it becomes to the point where you feel so ashamed and I felt like that for so many years I know you did too and it's only into our adult lives when we start to reflect on it and honestly because I think I'm in more spaces that embrace my name yeah no one now is like what is your name? What is your name? People say my name fully. They can say Divya. They don't, they don't, they don't make, they don't laugh at it or make me feel in ways that something's wrong with me. And, and those kind of safe spaces, I really am so appreciative of all the friends that I have. And, you know, not all my friends are South Asian, by the way, I have a lot of friends Mm -hmm. who are not South Asian and them saying my name correctly and learning to say, because it seriously means so much especially after so many years of our names being said incorrectly and laughed at because yeah. you know and, and so much shame that we had for so many years of not having a quote-unquote normal name yeah this is gonna sound crazy too but like I like like you said like growing up like people like hearing your name and being like what like kind of confused and sometimes now when I say my name like sometimes I'll get the comment of oh my god that's so pretty like that's that's a really nice name. Mm-hmm. And when I hear that comment, I'm like, I'm surprised and shocked yeah. to hear that. But I'm like, but then like, I take a minute, I'm like, oh, like, well, obviously I say thank you. But I'm like, in my heart, in my in my head, I'm like, that's, that was like really nice to hear. And I don't think that they, maybe they didn't realize how much that comment is so nice for me to hear. Yeah. Because instead of getting the comment of like, that's, that's a weird name, or like, you know, what, what does that mean? It's, very nice that someone is like, oh, that's like a pretty name. It cares about the, yeah, about the where it comes from. Because yeah. of course, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to myself and say my name is a mainstream American name. It's absolutely not. As I could tell from my Starbucks incident, it was more of a mainstream name in India, but yeah. not here. So I'm not gonna be in some la la land thinking that it is. But what I can do is be proud of what I have because it shows the history. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, remember that. Remember that freaking school of whatever school? What was that? That it was. It wasn't school of rock. It was. What is the thing we always watched in elementary school? You know, the Great American Melting Pot. The Great American Melting Pot. Oh, what was that? Oh, I have to look it up now. Jailhouse? No, school. Uh, 
the great American schoolhouse rock. Yeah. Schoolhouse rock. Schoolhouse rock. Yeah. Yeah. So school. But the thing is with that, we have to look at that. We are, we have so many different ethnicities and cultures part of, of what America is. So even honestly, when we're saying, I don't, you guys all can't see it. When Ramin and should say American name, we always use air quotes because <laughs> what does it even mean to be, have an American name? Right. So actually I, I, I'm going to put that in the show notes and convey it because we're only conveying it at the end of the episode. And I'm realizing our listeners can't hear, see us air quotes <laughs> when we say American. Cause again, what does it mean to be American? Cause we're all coming into this land and we're all from different backgrounds. So, you know, some people's names are just maybe more mainstream and more commonly used and are on the top 50 baby names that were in the hospital in America. Yeah. That doesn't mean you have a more American name than anyone else. So we have to be able to just appreciate everyone's names and what it means about their background. Yeah. Also, like a quick thing I just remembered too is like, you know, growing up when you used to go to like souvenir shops <gasps> and there'd be like, you know, the keychains or like, you know, the yeah. magnets or whatever, like whatever with the names. And it was so disheartening as a kid oh, to not see your name on those keychains. So hard. And I I don't know. It's no one's fault, right? It's like no one's fault that like your name was not on a keychain, but like the way it made you feel and the way it was like, you already know that you stand out on multiple levels, like your skin color, your background, like your name. And then like to see something like that, I just remember like kind of like how heartbroken I was. Yeah. And obviously now, like, you know, I don't really care about that, but like, I don't know, like I hope as we are like children of immigrants and we have grown up here like at when we do have kids and stuff and i don't know like whatever we name our kids whether it is a american name or not um <laughs> or an indian name like i really hope like we can do like a better job of just being like it's okay or an ethnic name or yeah. it's okay exactly. that like you don't see your name on a keychain out there like it's yeah. You know, it's because you're unique in your own way type mm-hmm. of thing. Exactly. And it has nothing to do with you. And you should be so proud of your background. And that yeah. you're not alone in the struggle, though, and also that feeling of shame. And there's nothing wrong with you if you felt that. Yeah. Um, but that, again, you have a place. There's nothing wrong with you. And that your name is deserving of being said correctly. Exactly. Love that. All right. Well, I hope that this can be something that is insightful for either, like we said, if you've experienced this or if you've been someone who said someone's name incorrectly. And again, mm-hmm. if you've been someone who said someone's name incorrectly, all we can do is think of ways we're going to move forward. This episode is not to shame anyone. It's not no, intended yeah. to have anybody feel bad if you have been someone who said someone's name incorrectly. Mm-hmm. It's more to educate so that we can talk about these issues in a more open way so that we can slowly make differences because yeah. the more awareness we have, it's the only way we can make a change. Moving forward, like, I guess, like, my only, like, tip would be is, like, just make someone feel, like, comfortable in a situation that, like, especially if, like, you feel like you can't pronounce your name or you're saying it incorrectly, like, always ask, like, don't ever assume. Nothing wrong with asking. Yeah. I mispronounce, like, normal words all the time. Like, I'm, like, the queen of that. So, like, that's why I'm always, like, oh, correct me if I'm wrong or, like, you know, please tell me. Like, I always try to make the other person feel welcomed or like you know not like weird about me like saying names wrong totally yeah so important to do yeah all right well thank you for listening to another episode we hope that this has been 
helpful. Honestly, it's kind of therapeutic for me to even talk about this. Same. <laughs> quite a while that I've thought about it. I talked about it. So I appreciate one, Ravisha, for having this conversation with me and two, all of you for listening. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Conversations Brewing. We hope you take some moments to reflect on our episode with some coffee in hand. New episodes of Conversations Brewing come out on Tuesdays. We'd love to hear from you about what resonated with you and what you want to hear more about. So let us know on Instagram at our account at Conversations Brewing. If this episode was helpful, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast and continue to tune in weekly. We so appreciate your support and we'll brew some conversations with you next week.